Hello and welcome to the Monday Shuffle with Stephen and Julia on Sin 90.7 FM. I think that was a really lovely way to bring in the show this week. Love that song. Now we've we've had a very intense start to the evening, Stephen. We've been running around town and I've got a bit of a sweat going here on my forehead. Oh, me too. I Well, I had my final exam for the semester, so... And that's, that's really Which crazy. Which is good, so I'm in celebration mode. I had a bit of a surreal experience in the city just before. I was running as, you know, live radio often is, things go wrong. I was running through the city, I had my headphones on, and this, like, classical shuffle music came on, because I just, like, kind of shuffle through. like Oh, like Mozart and Beethoven, that kind of thing. Yeah, like a really, like, oh, classic amazing. score. And it just, like, felt so bizarre that I was running through the city through all these, like, collared workers and, like, just, like, this almost like this slow jog no, pace. No, that's kind of appropriate. This, like, I like that, yeah. This score going on. So <laughs> that, that was just hectic times. So that's where we're at tonight. Nice. No, that's, that would pump you up for the show, right? We are very pumped for the yeah. show. Um, tonight we uh, have the wonderful privilege of having Izzy and... Woody here from Go Get Mum in studio with us. How's hey. it going, guys? Hello. We're really good, thanks. Thanks for having us. No worries. Hope you enjoyed our <laughs> existential monologue. Well, like, it made my day feel pretty good. Just got yeah. to work. I was going to say. Yeah. Have you guys had a good day? I've had a pretty good day. Great day. Yeah. Yeah. I um, started trying um, exercise again for the first time in several months and nice. years. Um, so I did a circuit, which included some push-ups and sit-ups, and I'm very sore now. How's <laughs> it? <laughs> some functional fitness, perhaps? Exactly. That's Won't good. be repeating it tomorrow. <laughs> I think that's a mistake Fair you have enough. to make. Yes. You go, you go in too, too enthusiastic, yeah. and you then do. you eat a kebab, and then you just don't exercise for another three months. And you're like, exactly. it's balanced out now. So exactly. I have to run through the city. I feel like I've exercised this evening. Oh, totally. I'm getting HSP after this. I've walked a lot today. You've earned it, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys haven't tuned into the show, this is the Monday Shuffle. Probably should have said that earlier. We're just off on a ramble. We know our loyal guests know who we are by now in <laughs> our third week of the show. But for those of you who haven't tuned in before, every week we invite guests and some artists to dust off their old you know, CDs, records, cassettes, whatever they're choices and um, so share the tunes that shape them growing up, whether it be, you know, guilty or not so guilty pleasures. No, and I'm kind of keen to see what you guys have in store for us. So um, all the songs that you've been playing this evening is chosen by you guys. Um, now, how did you sort of listen to music when you were younger? We've got like a really interesting selection. We've got some Crowded House, got some Kiss Chasey, got a bit of Vanessa Amorossi. <laughs> Very keen for that one. Um, yeah. So how did it all start with you guys? My dad was kind of the the musical totalitarian in the household. So, oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a fair call. <laughs> Just thinking what he'd say, he'd probably yell at one of us. And that makes him sound awful. He has fabulous taste and um, as a product, I believe I've inherited a really wide and interesting musical, musical taste and palette. But, yeah, these... We just had a lot of CDs on repeat in the car. It was pre-days of iPods and mm-hmm. aux cables and Spotify. So you had like one or two albums in the car. And so much of what I've put on today were CDs in Discmans or in cars that were on high rotation. Or, you know, even in like your very amateur days of radio listening. So it feels very nostalgic to have put these songs forward. Yeah, I had a similar experience, I would say. Probably much less my father, though, who is... Uh bit of a tone-deaf dork, but my mum is extremely <laughs> <So> cool. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm the youngest of four with three older sisters, so my music taste was definitely inspired by my three older sisters, hence the 
Vanessa Amorossi. Nice. Uh, and then I guess, yeah. For the record, that was my selection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could have easily been mine. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, through high school, going to an all-boys school, got pretty emo, kissed Chasey. We all went through that phase. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. time. I think I'm still in it. Or I'm, I'm back in it. <laughs> you never leave. Yeah. No. But he's starting a um, Kiss Chasey cover band. Yeah. Oh, you've heard it first here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, called Smooch Tiggy. Amazing. Keep an ear out. Now, there's two other members um, of Go Get Mum. I guess as well as you can speak on behalf of the other band members, do you find that all your sort of music tastes on your throwbacks kind of all are similar or is it quite different with other band members? Yeah, we could. We drove up to Sydney recently and... I think most people were pretty happy yeah. <laughs> with what was going up. Um, and certainly if not in our very, very early youth, then by the time we're in our late teens and 20s, things like um, Boom Gates and Dick Diver. Um, I don't know a person in Australia who plays indie. Well, let's say a person in Australia, but mm. I can categorise that further by saying who plays indie pop rock, you know, who wouldn't cite Paul Kelly as an inspiration in, at some level. Mm. So, yeah, I think for songwriting and for, for melody... Um, we've, there's a lot of a lot of similarities. Cool, and that actually brings us to um, our first, first track. track. Yeah. So you chose to her door. Is there a reason why you selected that song? I I'm denied about which Paul Kelly song to play, and I just this is I feel like it's terribly cliche mm-hmm. to pick to her door, but I did it for two reasons because it was the first song I learnt on guitar that my dad um, taught me. It's a very easy song to play, mm-hmm. but also. I was in Bonds buying Woodrow to my left, some underpants at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's not exciting, I don't know what is that. <laughs> but To Her Door came on over the speakers and all around me, you know, people who were dropping their dacks in surrounding change rooms <laughs> and who were floating around the store started singing To Her Door. Everyone knows the lyrics. Everyone is uplifted and has a smile on their face when they hear it. And I just think he has that amazing charm with songs and though it's cliched and very popular for me it just epitomized exactly why everyone loves Paul Kelly. Amazing well I think on that note let's jump into our first track for this evening. This one is To Adore by Paul Kelly. You're listening to The Monday Shuffle. And you're listening to The Monday Shuffle with Stephen and Julia and that was Yapana by Yotu Yindi. So guys uh, why did you select this track? This was my one. Uh, this Yotu Yindi was huge in my life when I was younger, my mum especially is a, a big Yothi Indie fan and, and has a, a, an affinity for Indigenous culture and we've, it's always been a big part of my life, I guess. And Manua Yunapingu, the lead singer, when I was first, first started studying, I started a teaching degree and I did an assignment about Manua, Um and his life as a teacher. He was the first Indigenous man from... Northeast Arnhem Land to get his bachelor's degree and he got it in teaching, primary teaching. Um, and he actually got it at Deakin Uni where I was studying. And he went back to, um, he went back to Yokala, the town he's from, and became a teacher at the local school and ended up becoming the principal there. And he introduced a, a learning system that was essentially a both ways learning system. So 50% of curriculum was out in um, country kind of developing an identity as an Aboriginal Australian and the other 50% was, you know, learning how to survive in a in a white Australia, yeah. um, which I just thought was profound um, and sort of such a key kind of pivotal part to, you know, the, the reconciliation or, you know, closing the gap, building a, 
a relationship with Aboriginal Australia. And I found it amazing that, you know, not many people, it's not that widely known. Like I've just come from Paul Kelly, who's this amazing poet and artist and so prolific and everyone does know his song when it's played in the local shops. But this man, Mandawe Yunapingu, has had such a profound influence on Australia. And he was, he's, I mean, he's an Australian of the Year on a roll member, um, but he doesn't have that kind of profile that many other kind of white yeah. Australian artists have. And Yothu Yindi, I mean, amazing, amazing band. They've got so many incredible songs. Treaty being kind of their, their smash hit. And Gurumul. Yeah, Gurumul. Played in um, Yothu Yeah, was, was uh, Mandaway's nephew, um, I think. I could be wrong. Might be his cousin. But anyway, was in um, Yothu Yindi as well. So, again, an incredible kind of family group. But yeah, love that song. Yeah. That's awesome. It translates to child and mother, Yothu Yindi, which I thought was like a really nice, wow. lovely yeah. cool. kind of imagery. But yeah, you mentioned, I guess, a little bit about um, teaching. So is this something that you kind of, being an artist mm-hmm. and having that artistic side and then your side, sort of the other part of your brain, I guess you could say, did the two definitely fuse together in that way? Do you find that you bring sort of your art beliefs and principles into your other sort of stream of work? For sure, yeah. I actually didn't um, continue with the primary teaching degree, oh. interestingly, <laughs> but um, I am working now for an organisation that develops education policy for Aboriginal Victorians, which is really cool because essentially I, I kind of didn't feel that I could do justice to a classroom full of um, Indigenous kids. And there's plenty of white teachers who do and who have amazing influence and create relationships with the community that are incredible. Um, but I sort of wanted to explore another avenue and see if there was some way that I could work with community to make a difference. And I've been really lucky that I've landed in this job at a community-controlled organisation. It's an Indigenous organisation and I'm one of the few white fellows there and I'm learning so much from these incredible Aboriginal people, Yeah, yeah. which is really cool. Amazing. And like, I guess so interesting how you said that you've had these roots with, you know, your mother and you're listening to these like amazing Indigenous artists and then that bringing you to your journey now. So mm. it all comes full circle. And Woody's yeah. older sister actually runs with Adam Briggs, um, a record, an Indigenous owned and, oh, and so like supporting black excellence called Bad Apples. So yeah, the whole family has had a lot of touch points, I think in huge part thanks mm. to Mary, speaking of mother and child. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. Wow, the connections are just uncanny this evening. <laughs> now, that's incredible. What a great story. Thank you for sharing. No worries. Now we're on to um, our next track, which is a Crowded House song, um, Four Seasons in One Day. And there's a bit of interesting discourse about this one. Oh, in what way? Um, there's been a lot of speculation online between fans whether this song was written referring about... Referring to Melbourne. Yeah, referring to <laughs> Melbourne, Four Seasons in One Day, <laughs> Quiet, like the Mel- you'd hear that in Melbourne, but Neil Finn was actually educated in Auckland, but the band obviously formed and wrote many of their songs here in Melbourne. Melbourne yeah. There's a line in the song that it goes, the sun shines on the black clouds hanging over the domain. And so many people have argued that um, there's a domain, so the Auckland domain, but also there's the King's domain in Melbourne. So it remains uh, quite an ambiguous. You know, ambiguous location they're I'm referring sure it'd be to. I'm Melbourne, though, because they um, established as a band in Melbourne, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good trivia. Mm. Yeah. So there you so go. That would make sense. Anyway, there's a bit of you know unanswered <laughs> discourse. Maybe you know someone's listening out there and will lead to our answer. Um, but who chose this track and why did you choose it? This is my one again. Um, no, it's, no, it's not. Oh, it's not. We <laughs> <laughs> was having Sharon. I'm like, should I put some, put some crowded house in it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna claim it. I want it. Um, 
I've got a story too, but you start. No, you go. It's no. yours. It's all yours. No, no. Take it away. I didn't grow up with much crowded house, mm-hmm. which looking back is surprising um, because I feel like both my parents, but particularly mum in this instance, would have would have been a real fan. But it was featured on an album that she helped pull together um, for Wesley Mission, who support um, people in crisis and okay. um, homeless people and stuff by providing shelter and services. And they tried and I think successfully for a period set up um, safe injecting rooms. God, we're political tonight. Mm. <laughs> it really um, is. But it was on a great album, a collection of songs, some Paul Kelly, a couple of a whole of a lot of other artists, and it was called Coming In From The Cold, and it was to raise money for people on the street. And like the big issue, people on the street sold it. And it's t- funny this talking about what city it refers to because obviously it was put on that album to talk about Melbourne and, and part of this fundraiser, but I'd always seen it as such a bigger metaphor and quite a, like for me, a really sad song because of... Um, its role on that CD. And I thought, you know, lines like you talked about, like... Um, uh, the sun-, sun shines and the black clouds hanging over the domain. Yeah, I just thought this, like, this weather perfectly matched the mood and probably some brightness, but a lot of tragedy that came with how tough it was to live on the streets. And that was I was so little when I heard this. I would have been, like, 10 or 11, but it, it has stuck with me forever. So I've never actually attached it to a city, rather this whole, you know... The, the devastation of some yeah. of some lifestyle or the cruelty of some some existence. Yeah. But, um, Woody may have another brighter story. No, no, I got nothing. That was perfect. Good job. Well, let's jump into this one. Four seasons in one day. If you you know have an insight as to what or where this song is yes. about, eat, pray, love, do tell. Yes, um, definitely send us a message. Um, we're on Twitter at the Monday Shuff. Love that. Though. We never not love. Um, <laughs> also, just send us a message on Facebook. And if you want to hear any songs or have any requests, yeah. definitely hit us up. But let's get into this one. Four seasons in one day. You're listening to the Monday Shuffle. Beautiful. <laughs> you guys are listening to the Monday Shuffle with Stephen and Julia. And that was Shine by Vanessa Amorossi. But more importantly, we are joined in the studio by Izzy and Woody from Go Get Mum. But you guys um, have chosen all the songs we're playing on the show tonight. And... I just want to hear why why this one. Please, why? Uh, it was either this or absolutely everybody. Yeah. Um, oh, Julia and I have had a. We used to play absolutely everybody on uh, the hoist. Yeah, it's a smash hit. <laughs> Maybe Amen. one too many times. Like, no such thing. No. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, it's a absolutely. smash hit. I think it's, it's, it's yeah. It's the lesser known of the Vanessa Amorossi. Absolute bangers. Um, totally. The underdog. Shine. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it kind of catches you by surprise. Because when, when you think, when you think Vanessa, you think absolutely everybody. And then you but put on that. Shine and people go, oh my God. Yes. She's more, you know, multi dimensional. Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. Genres, yeah. For yeah. sure. And it's really interesting that you mentioned sort of this gospel because um, where is Vanessa Amorosi now, you're wondering? Well, Vanessa now lives in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> she's reportedly writing a gospel album that's going to be a comeback. She announced that in 2016, or there was a rumor um, going around with released date 2017 2018 we haven't heard of it yet but also the year is not over so yeah we may very well be here not only did was jesus born on christmas day (laughs) so was vanessa amorosi's gospel album vanessa amorosi christmas album that would be amazing oh Oh, (laughs) we're gonna have to do a christmas (laughs) episode now (laughs) that's facebook yeah let me just quickly change the playlist to be like christmas (laughs) music the next song that we're gonna play this is probably the one i'm most excited about this is a kiss chasey song which it's a band that's very near and dear to my heart and this is their track strings and drums and tell me a little bit about why you chose this one 
Oofed. Uh, it was a tough choice not to choose Kiss Chasey, but which Kiss Chasey song to choose. I landed on this one because I, I think Hymns for the Non-Believer is their best album, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I, I stand that. <laughs> yeah, and this might not be the best song from it, but maybe it's the most, uh, I don't know, recognisable, except maybe... Opinions won't keep, keep you warm at night. Yeah, is this the one you're learning on guitar? Uh, and and Smooch Tig might be having a having a crack at this one. <laughs> Smooch Tiggy. Um, I mean, you can't really go wrong with any of their albums or tracks, but yeah, this one kind of just felt right. I guess sometimes you listen to albums and you're introduced to like a completely random song, which wouldn't be the most popular song by far, but to you it just feels like the most significant track on the album. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for me with Kiss Chase, I always feel like this is really random songs for some reason, but like I couldn't like find the the most popular Kiss Chase song to torrent. I'd just like find the least popular one and be like, oh, that one, that one, download the quickest. And like, I just know those ones. And then the main, like this one, I'm actually not quite, that familiar with them like yeah. oh cool I should know this but yeah um, <laughs> these guys they did so well they played like South by Southwest in the US in 2005 and they broke up in 2015 which yeah. I don't know why oh I my god devastated uh, yeah it's it was a real shock for everyone actually good good <laughs> friends of ours the three other members of Smooch Tiggy have I said the name of the band enough they uh, they play in another band called The Pretty Littles and they with the main support for Kiss Chasey's last ever gig at Amazing. the corner. And you guys have played was with a those guys too, haven't you? With the Littles? Oh, yeah, yeah. a bunch. So we're like yeah. one degree of separation. True, yeah. And <laughs> I met Darren Cordeaux at, at Boogie hands. Festival and, oh, boy, just ruled. So you've basically played with Kiss Chasey oh. by association well, somehow. We played, with, we played with Deep Scene, actually, which is Darren's new band. So Amazing. We're so close, but just not. Not quite there. Do you guys Jason. have any, I mean, cliche question, but also give, I think it gives a really good insight. Like what band, if you ever had one, dead or alive, would you Ooh. would you play a, a gig with? You know my answer. That's your answer. Lock it in. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you just open the floodgates. So. Yeah, yeah. But mine are alive, broken up, disbanded, but alive, alive and well from all accounts. Have to be ABBA. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> you know what, ABBA. I totally endorse that, of no, course. Yeah. Thanks. Did you hear about their um... hologram show? The hologram show. <laughs> I mean, but I would not pay a cent for that. <laughs> what? I is want that real Svetlana, or whatever her name is. <laughs> no, they're beautiful, and I think same, same quality, but several bridges over to Paul Kelly. Something everyone loves an ABBA song. Yeah. Doesn't matter whether you're a bikey from Cronulla or. <laughs> And in his and in his city swing like myself. <laughs> uh, no, I just yeah, that that for sure. Not sure how the electric guitar. You're all about bringing people together. I think this yeah. sense of like music unison. Like before you play the song, I have to humiliate or at least try and cue Woody to do his Darren his Kiss Chasey singing voice. Oh, what? How? Just um, sing. <laughs> sing. Oh, how? All you got to do is like kind of add like a wow to, to everything. <laughs> okay, do it. Give us a couple like, lines. Ritzen. Radio. <laughs> Whoa. That's it. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, oh, I think, I like, that. we're going to play the song now, but I'm not going to be able to hear the difference. I might as well have started. <laughs> this one is Strings and Jobs by Kiss Chasey. You're listening to the Monday Shuffle. You're listening to the Monday Shuffle on Sin 90.7 with Stephen and Julia. That track there was Whispering or Singing by Boom Gates. The final track that Izzy and Woody have chosen this evening are very special guests in studio. Thank you so much for choosing all these amazing tracks and having such interesting 
political discourse. Oh, <laughs> like, thanks for joining us for self-involved for an found, extra hour in the day. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Um, now this, as I mentioned, the final track of the evening, I think a really good way to finish up. Why did you choose this one? We love Boom Gates. Gary loves Boom Gates. Sam love, loves Boom Gates. I think it's a it's a band, you know, with Steph Hughes and a whole lot of other really um, prominent Melbourne musos and, and staples, really, who've played in a lot of other bands. And it's a great song. It's the style of music we love. Catchy lyrics, kind of un, without any pretension, just, just good fun, kind of indie rock. And we've always been big fans, and we mentioned while the song was playing that it's the fifth anniversary of Double Natural coming out, so it seemed like a fitting one to unify the songs, but just an album we go back to, I go back to, I think, yeah, I speak for the band and I say that, go back to a lot and always take great joy in listening to it. This one is your song Big Mind from your recently released debut EP, Cryfers. Cryfers? Yeah, well done. That's good, good. Yeah. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to play this one shortly, but I guess just to get a little bit of background on the song and the EP, um, when I was listening to it, I guess, you know, the lyrics kind of sound like they're speaking to someone. So I just wanted to sort of ask a little bit about who wrote the song and what is it kind of about and who, who are you speaking to if there is someone you're asking these sort of questions to? Gary wrote this song and I actually only recently found out what it was about. I'm not sure I'm at liberty. It's about um, turning away interest. And I perhaps hadn't read that into the song, even though I sing it, which is always interesting. Is <laughs> Woody mouthing something at me? No. I think it, yes, it would be unjust of me to speak for him, but here goes. It's about um, declining love, mm-hmm. but without trying to hurt someone or waste, waste time. So I think it is a conversation. There's two voices in there. I'll leave the rest up to the listener or to Gary if he wants to call in and amend everything I've just said. (laughs) (laughs) Or retract that. (laughs) And is um, is there a theme that kind of permeates throughout the EP or no, is every song kind of its own individual? Uh, I I think there's a theme. Yeah. It seems like there is. From, from behind the drums, mm. it kind of seems like there is. But, yeah, Gary, Gary and Isabel... <laughs> hey, we're doing this music thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, sounds, it sounds like no music. <laughs> Gary and Isabel would speak to that. Yeah, OK. More, I guess. I think, I mean, you know, talking about themes of albums but quickly become so self-indulgent and, and wanky and clichéd. But I do think um, Gary's written all the songs on this EP um, and I think they're about him and his friends and his loves, um, present and past. They're about growing up. They're about houses in Melbourne's inner north. Um, and lots of those stories are very relatable, so are very easy to sing and, and play music along to, but also to listen to as punters. So, yeah, I think I think Gary's an incredible songwriter and they're written very much um, in earnest and, and honesty. And it also, I guess, um, you guys have mentioned online that some of the, the theme behind Go Get Mum is about Adelaide. You described it as the funny city over mm. the other side of the border in Adelaide. What's sort of the connection there? <laughs> this, is, this is the most talked about Song. Uh, part of our little bio, whatever you call it. It always, always grabs people's attention. Get The way that I've heard Gary describe it many, many a time is that it's actually written with, with a love for the city of Adelaide. He, and we all kind of really a soft spot for Adelaide. I think he, he said that song is about a friend moving to Adelaide and, and kind of overcompensating for how much they love the new city and trying to convince everyone that they're 
you know, as happy as they've ever been in, in Adelaide. Oh. Yeah, well, um, everyone's doing trendy stuff in New York and London. This guy hopped over yeah. the border. <laughs> yeah. Just drove, drove his Camry down to Adelaide. But, <laughs> yeah, that was just like a throwaway bit of copy that we put in the Yeah, and it's just, the reason it sparked my interest is that I feel like most bands, when they have a relation with Adelaide, it's, the story goes the other way. It's like, we grew up in Adelaide, this little small town, and then we moved to the big smoke of Melbourne to, you know, launch music or art or whatever they're doing, their mm. studies. So it was kind of interesting to kind of see that narrative in reverse going to Adelaide. I just thought that was... Yeah, well, we actually haven't been there yet. We have to. Band. We haven't been there as a band to play a show. Yeah. But we did uh, get asked to support a band there because of <laughs> yes. what was included in our bio. Really? Yeah. And they were, so, they were so pumped to have us on board until they realised we were from Melbourne and then they quickly... <laughs> but then quickly they got really mad at us. Yeah. They were like, you've got Adelaide in your bio. We said, like, how much of that <laughs> did you from read? Adelaide. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it has how been a conversation was. starter, if nothing else. <laughs> Amazing. And have you guys got any, speaking of tours, I know that you guys have got a gig at the Tote this Wednesday. Yep. Have you got any other... Things lined up, interstate, um, overseas, you know. Oh, God, that'd be the dream. Yeah. Quit the day job. Hopefully soon. No, we're playing, um, though overseas would be great. The Toad is perfectly fine for now. Ooh, and we're yeah. playing with a wonderful, wonderful band, um, Pinch Points. So the final show of their Toad residency, which awesome. would be great. It's free entry. It's Halloween. So we've renamed all our songs into spooky names. Am I going to write the set list in blood? (laughs) Real blood sacrificial. Of course. You're not in a band if you haven't shed blood. (laughs) Do something. Cue bad joke, by the way. Cue bad joke. This would be the time. Oh, do you want the joke now? Yeah. Can I give it away before Halloween? Really good joke. Yeah, say it. Come on. Okay. Okay, you ready? I made this joke up for the record. So anyone at home, you have to credit me every time you use it because you're going to get laughs. Okay. What is a ghost's favourite food? What? Goulash. <laughs> Wait, I need the... I need the boing, boing, boing. Boing. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to hear another one? Actually, it's kind yes, of Halloween themed to. too. Yeah, let's um, do it. I can't, and I also made this one up. Um, this is for your more... Um, greater in- person of greater intellect. <laughs> but, oh, or perhaps a writer. So there's the clue. Where do commas go to die? Where? The grammatorium. <laughs> That's so bad. Well, on that note, thanks for coming in, guys. <laughs> we can end the social. Oh. Thank you very much. So sorry. For, um, yeah, no, uh, no, this is great. This is no, great content. Fantastic conversation. It was, we really appreciate it, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming in fun. and having thanks a chat. Thanks for having us. Letting us pick your brains a little bit. But let's play this track, guys. Big Mind. Thanks for having us. Yeah. No worries. So much fun. Welcome. All right, let's get into it. This one's Big Mind by Go Get Mum. You're listening to Monday Shuffle.